saddle up. Here he comes to save the day. And suit up. Wardrobe, that's me. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, January 21st. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. performed a rousing rendition right there of the national anthem yesterday at the inauguration of President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Jennifer Lopez also performed singing a medley of This Land is Your Land and America the Beautiful while also sneaking in a line from one of her most famous songs. And Garth Brooks, while not so loud, but simply and beautifully, sang Amazing Grace. And beloved alt-rock band New Radicals reunited for the first time since breaking up in 1999, performing during the post-inauguration virtual parade across America. They sang You Get What You Give, a song close to the Bidens. It was an inspirational anthem for the family when the president's son, Beau, battled the brain cancer which ultimately took his life in 2015. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and much more, head over to EW.com. Something's cooking. I think it's our number three pick. HBO Max is serving up another season of Selena plus Chef Today, continuing the culinary adventures of Selena Gomez. Each episode features a professional chef helping the pop star whip up a delicious dish at home. Guests this season include Jose Andres, Evan Funk, and Artie Sakara. And, of course, Selena's papa is back, too. Here's a preview. As you all know by now, I'm not the best cook. How are your knife skills these days? Um, I know how to do this. Selena terrifies me with the knife. <laughs> but I'm not going to stop trying to get better. So I'm back in my kitchen to get schooled by the best chefs. You look a bit nervous. I am. How did you pick up on that? <laughs> what is happening? Just bear with me. They'll be cooking up plenty of fun along with the food. You can chow down on the first three episodes of season two right now on HBO Max. If that's not enough celebrity mayhem for you, you'll want to check out our number two pick, Grownish, which returns tonight on Freeform for the back half of its third season. When we left off, Zoe had decided to drop out of college to pursue her career as a stylist. The mid-season premiere finds her working with two demanding celebrity clients, Joey Badass, returning as himself, and his protege Indigo, played by rapper Saweetie, in her acting debut. Saweetie recently spoke to EW's Chancellor Agard about working with Gronish star Yara Shahidi. My favorite thing about Indigo was when her and Yara were both on the same page and having a good time. You can just see the love and excitement that Indigo has for, for Yara. So, um... I think the dynamic is like a like a cool, bossy, sometimes mean big sister to Yara. She loves her, but she just has a hard time showing it. Gronish returns tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern on Freeform.
And now EW Digital writer Maureen Lee Lanker joins me to tell us what you're watching. I am watching uh, the second season of a show that I fell in love with last spring, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist on NBC. The show is about Zoe, played by Jane Levy, and she has an experience in the pilot where she is getting an MRI after having uh, a bit of an accident and there is an earthquake while she's in the MRI and whatever happens between um, the machine and you know, some magic in the universe that she gains this magic power to be able to hear people's heart songs, which means that she can see what people are thinking or what's really going on in their head via them performing an entire musical number that expresses their innermost psychological and emotional thoughts. Um, And there's a lot of stuff going on as well. Uh, She has this best friend, Max, played by Skylar Astin, who... um, finally confessed his feelings for her first through heart song. So he didn't even realize that he had confessed his feelings to her. Um, <laughs> and she's in a love triangle with her co-worker, uh, Simon, who uh, is grieving the death of his father. And um, and so the love triangle is kind of like this best friend, Max, versus this guy who can really relate to something she's going through because her father, Mitch, played by Peter Gallagher in the first season, has a rare neurological terminal disease where um, it's kind of similar to AALS, but uh, a lot more accelerated where, um, you know, all of his motor function uh, ceases and he can't talk. So that was another really emotional component of the show was that he... Um, you know, she could she could hear him speak once he'd lost the ability to talk through these songs that she could hear. Yeah, and you hear a lot of people uh, when talking about the show say that it's it's strange because it 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 strikes this dynamic where it's on one hand incredibly entertaining but also very comforting. What what do you love about it so much? So many things, so many things. I love the musical numbers. They are ebullient and inventive, whether it's the episode last night where uh, Zoe is struggling with being a manager to her former co-workers uh, who are very much tech bros, and they sing It's a Hard Knock Life rather sarcastically about the way they're being treated, to uh Last week's episode where Max is uh, going back and forth between take me out to the ball game, uh, a psychological technique he's developed to avoid ruining intimate moments and his actual heart song, a moment like this. It, it just really captures what uh, what musical theater is about, that you sing when you can no longer speak, when mere words are not enough. And uh, that is the ethos of Zoe in fun, in tragic, in uh, joyful ways. Uh, And it's got an amazing ensemble cast and it really speaks to friendship and family and love and all of these things that we lean on uh, both before the pandemic and and now are leaning on or perhaps missing more than ever. And whether or not you've had a personal loss from COVID-19, we're all dealing with loss on a on a mass scale right now. And it's um, really, really comforting to watch a show that uh, speaks to that and acknowledges that in all of our lives. Comforting to you and many more fans of the show. Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist airs Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock on NBC. Thanks, Maureen. You're welcome, Jared. And that takes us to today's number one pick. But first, a quick break and... Trivia. 
It's trivia time. Jared Padalecki is leading a reboot of Walker, Texas Ranger on the CW. More on that in a bit. But first, a question about the original series. Chuck Norris's Walker famously drove a Dodge Ram pickup truck for most of the show's run. But what kind of truck did he drive during the first season? Ford, a Chevy, or a GMC? Stick around for the answer and more on today's number one pick. What to Watch, we'll be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuitsandjam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Today in entertainment history, the 52nd Golden Globe Awards were held on January 21st, 1995 in Beverly Hills, California. The big winners were Forrest Gump and The Lion King, taking home three awards each, including Best Drama and Best Musical or Comedy, respectively. Tom Hanks won Best Actor in a Drama for his performance in Gump, his second consecutive victory after winning for Philadelphia the previous year. He'd go on to win the Best Actor Oscar both times. And now our number one pick for today, The CW's Walker. The reboot stars Jared Padalecki as the iconic Texas Ranger Cordell Walker, who returns home to Austin after years of undercover work to be with his family and to investigate the circumstances around his wife's death. Padalecki's real-life wife, Genevieve, plays Walker's wife in flashbacks, by the way. EW's Samantha Highfill, who covered Padalecki for years on his other CW series, Supernatural, joins me now to walk us through this new show. <laughs> Sam, first, I have to say, I'm a little surprised that Padalecki jumped into another leading role so quickly after 15 years of Supernatural. Were you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's 15 years of Supernatural, but go back even further. I mean, he was on Gilmore. He went straight yeah. off Gilmore Girls into Supernatural. This guy has been working solid, I mean, insane hours for since he was 19. And now the guy's doing even more work because he's also an executive producer on Walker. So he's officially insane. God love him. Uh, but he... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he certainly talked about taking a break from acting. And I think when he signed on to this project, he assumed he was taking a break from acting. He signed on as a producer. And then him starring just kind of came about organically. And obviously, it's very different from Supernatural, which shot in Vancouver. He gets to wake up with his kids in Austin, you know, help them get ready for the school day, go to work come home for dinner at night. So I think him being in front of the camera is a lot to do with kind of the convenience of all that. Sure. And he looks the part, so that helps too. Oh, sure. And there's also this little fact that they actually referred to him on Supernatural in an episode as, jokingly, as Walker, <laughs> Texas Ranger. It kind of feels like this might have been destiny. I mean, yeah, look, Jared is from Texas. He's like, he gets it. He looks really good in a cowboy hat. 
Um, he, I gave him some crap because there's an amazing shot of Walker like jumping a fence on horseback in the mm-hmm. trailer. That was not him. Um, he's, oh. He certainly wanted it to be, but <laughs> the the lassoing and a lot of the writing is in fact him. And you know some of that he had just from growing up in Texas, but he's certainly been working on it. And yeah, I mean, listen, no one says y'all more convincingly than Jared Padalecki. <laughs> It works in perfectly. And he's not doing all of this investigative work on his own. Lindsay Morgan from The Hundred, she plays his new partner. uh, And there's some significance here because she's one of the first women in Texas Rangers history. What else can you tell us about this character? I, so from what I've seen, which is just the pilot, I love her character. Uh, It's such a, you know, really, this is a story about a guy who lost the woman in his life and, you know, Lindsay Morgan's character is by no means a romantic interest, but it's just like a, a female energy that I think he needs sometimes. And yeah, I'm very excited. You know, they already kind of touched a little bit on the fact that she's a female in this very male-centric world, and I think they're going to dig into that a bit more. Um, she's also Mexican-American in Texas and, you know, surrounded by a lot of white people. And like, I think that's something they're going to dig into more. And This entire show came out of Jared reading an article about cops working, you know, the U.S.-Mexican border and feeling like they didn't want to put kids in cages when they were told they had to. And what is it like to have morals when you also have a duty? And so I think it's going to dig into a lot of that. I think it's going to be really, really interesting. They certainly have a lot to play with and... I might almost be more excited to see kind of where Lindsay Morgan's character goes in terms of the job than Jared's. Well, I am looking forward to it. I should mention the show also stars Pretty Little Liars' Keegan Allen as Jared's brother. This character is also an assistant DA. And Supergirl's uh, Odette Annabelle is one of his old friends. Walker rides into town tonight at 8 p.m. on The CW. Thanks, Sam. Absolutely. And now the answer to today's trivia question. Chuck Norris's Walker famously drove a Dodge Ram pickup truck for most of the show's original run, but what kind of truck did he drive during the first season? Ford, Chevy, or GMC? Did you guess like a pro and say GMC? Because you'd be right. Walker drove a Sierra in season one before switching to the Dodge Ram for the rest of the series. After that, the good characters usually drove Chrysler vehicles while villains used Ford or GM cars. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. Be sure to rate and review the show, and of course, follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW, and I'm at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch What to Watch is written by Tyler Akalina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.